What's up, everybody? This is the Bros and Consoles podcast for December 16th. First time ever that I'm actually saying the date because I've forgotten all the other episodes. Mm, we're getting better and better. Getting better <laughs> every day. That voice you just heard was Mr. Bubbles, Michael Bonarero. What? <laughs> Mr. Bubbles? Like like Bioshock, man. You're like, you're like the big daddy. Uh, thank you. Yeah, there no, you go, I'll man. Take that as a compliment. See, yeah, and then to my you right should. is the nature boy, Nathan Choquette. Oh, gosh. Woo! I was going to call myself Mr. Sneaks a lot, and I forgot to put it in there, but oh well. <laughs> okay. You said Mr. Bubbles, so mm-hmm. I guess that works. I'm going to change my gamer tag to that. It was a Mr. Mr. kind of thing, you know? Mm. Got, a, got a theme each week. That's yeah. interesting. Wait, a little side note. Yeah. Side note already <laughs> so, at the beginning of the podcast. I was thinking, I said gamer tag and stuff. I'm thinking of making a new one. And oh, yeah. What yeah. is... I don't want to say it wrong. What is history in Japanese? Uh, rekishi. Okay. Yeah. And then would historian, what would historian be? Ooh. Because I, I typed it in Google, it was, I'm going to say it wrong, Rikishi? Rikishi? Yeah, Rikishi. Yeah. Rikishi Dai? That's what it said. That, yeah, that, that, would, that could make sense. I have to I have to look to see what the kanji is for it. Okay. Yeah. Because there's, there's different ways to say, like, person if you add it on to the end of stuff. But oh, okay. that might that might be it, though. So awesome. That might be my yeah. new gamer tag. There you go, I man. Like that. Now you have to see if it's taken. <laughs> I know, it probably will be taken. <laughs> now, when you say gamer tag, are you talking about for, or just uh, username for Nintendo or, or PS4 or Nintendo Xbox? only has nine, so I couldn't do it for Nintendo. Uh, okay, so okay. most likely PlayStation when they implement the change. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not feeling... Not feeling, not feeling cool story, bros? Not anymore. With the three O's? Oh, man. No, I know. It's been your name for forever, though. It has been my name forever. Yeah. I haven't liked it from Dang. day one. <laughs> You're one of the ones who's begging Shuhei to let yes. you change your names. Please. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, because I think I'm going to change mine. I just don't entirely know. No, I kind of know what I want to I remember you to. saying you were like going to like implement like your yeah. OD. I think I still, yeah, I still need to come up with exactly what I'm going to put it as, mm-hmm. but I'll probably, I'll probably change it. It really just depends on if the um, changes, like what the changes do, because when they talked about the fact that you might not be able to use like game like older games and stuff oh yeah that's that was that's that's the thing i'm like eh, i've bought a lot of stuff like i'm not about to just like throw things away if yeah if i'm gonna be like i'm already paying for a name change it's not like it's not like this is free and i can just it's do whatever it's just like i think i think you can pay for it and then switch back for free if you want to but it's like it doesn't just, sound appealing though yeah it's like just just make sure there's no problems and then it'll yeah. be fine <laughs> don't don't make a playstation wow ouch ouch so but like, don't don't make it so that it's it's conditional on like yeah. the change. Like, I don't I don't like I don't like the phrasing that's being used. So it's, no, it's worrisome. But like I said earlier, this is the Bros and Consoles podcast. All right, coming to you with the three minute mark now. <laughs> um, real quick housekeeping: um, the email, if you have any questions, comments, or fun facts for us that we that you want read on the show, is brosandconsoles at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Also, if you got friends who love games, tell your friends about yeah. us. You know. We don't. We don't really have any. Um, what is that uh, word I'm looking for? Like, we, we don't have any marketing potential. You know, we're not. We no. don't. We don't do ads. We don't do no, like self marketing kind of stuff. Instagram posts that I'll make. Oh, episode yep, yep. whatever's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so yeah. So the extent is basically Michael's Instagram and sometimes my Twitter if I even use it. So yeah. it's very <laughs> very just like we we do it to for everyone who wants to listen. But if you have people that you think might enjoy it, send them send them this way. Yeah. You know? You'd appreciate that. Bring them into the the Bros and Consoles family. You know? mm-hmm. 
I'm so glad. I for a second there, I thought you were gonna say best friends. I'm like, don't say best friends. No, I mean friends. they could be if they want. Yeah, we, we have openings for best friends. I guess that's true. <laughs> um, small um, corrections from previous episodes. Now I don't remember which episode this was because we've done several by now. Yes. Um, but one of the episodes where I talked about a game called Unexplored Unlocked Edition. Yes, I remember that. So it was gonna be coming to. I, f- I forget how I found this date. I found it somewhere, and I, I want to say that the date said November 27th or November 30th, if I remember right. Okay. Um, to PS4, and has not come out, so don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think this morning I, I tweeted at the developer to try and like see if if like there is news of the ps4 release and stuff because there's trophies on psn profiles Mm -hmm. but no release date and no like talk of the game releasing and stuff so i don't know what's going on very strange was this the one where it has the 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 circular yeah yeah, procedural procedural generation okay yeah yeah it was that one so it sounded really cool it did sound cool and i wanted to play it but i can't give them my money if they don't release the game that's true so it's true i don't know what you waiting for guys come on (laughs) release the game um but yeah so that's that's pretty much the only thing though we're getting better yeah like I getting said better earlier. every time yeah. <laughs> and segment one michael what are you playing what am i playing um like 95 percent of it's smash wow yeah okay, what's the five percent the five percent which is very very interesting to me like mm. i've noticed when i'm if i'm playing my switch or even my PS4, I'll look through games and stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't want to play this one. I don't want to play this one. Yeah, yeah. There's always one game that, for some reason, I always go back to it for at least like a couple hours. Okay. And it's yeah. always Breath of the Wild. Oh, Zelda. interesting. I've put in, because you can check how many hours, not specifically, you've put yeah. into the game on like the, like on the, system the and Switch stuff. settings and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it says like I'm like over, I think, like 95 or 100 hours plus in the game already. Okay. And I haven't beaten Ganon yet. I'm still finding everything, and like every time I played, I I get distracted by something new I didn't notice the first or the previous time I played it. Okay, there's okay. always something different. Yeah, and that's a sign to me that what they did in the Zelda game was amazing. Like, oh no, yeah, it yeah. keeps pulling me back in and back in and back in. I don't want to beat the game because I want to keep going back <laughs> into it. Okay, I have something new to do, something yeah. new to do. But yeah, yeah, and I mean that world is so like huge. Anyways, oh, God, I feel yeah. like if you. If you jump in every now and then, you probably will maybe never finish it kind of thing anyways, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Yeah, it's a very good drag thing. it out, so. Yeah. Yeah, just good stuff. that. And for Smash, I've... Have you unlocked all the characters no, now? I think I have, I have 60. Oh, okay. Almost yeah. there. Almost there. I think there's, what, 74, I believe? Something like that? Yeah, I think they said, like, 74 if you're counting Pokemon trainers, th- three Pokemon as three separate ones. Oh, okay. Or, like, 71 or 72 otherwise, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So and I've noticed that, you no, know, like whatever thing you do in Smash, you unlock characters. Like if you play yeah. classic mode or you play the story or you just regular Smash, you'll unlock them eventually. Mm-hmm. But I've I've noticed the fastest way, at least for me, is doing classic mode. Classic. Mode. It's I don't know I don't know if you've seen it yet. Is it's, it just the regular Smash battles or? Yeah, it's like it's like you have like a story. Like they have like seven. You remember me? The World of Light. That one. Not not that one. Do you remember oh. me shooting the credits and stuff? Oh yeah yeah. That thing. Oh, like there's okay. like eight battles that you have to do that mm. ties into that character's video game oh, history got in a it. sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then every time you beat classic mode with a certain character, you'll unlock somebody else. Mm. Like it's almost like clockwork every time. Okay, okay. That's pretty good though. Yeah. yeah. Um 
So just Smash and Zelda? So just those those two? Yes, just those two, because I've been working, and I just don't have the time. When I come back at 10, I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Or try to go to sleep. Yeah. I I totally get it. So like this past (laughs) week, I, what was it? Um, I think starting on Sunday, basically, I think after we recorded and everything, Mm -hmm. um, I maybe played very little bit then, and then just had to like study the entire week. So... Hadn't hadn't touched a, a video game, or actually played a video. I shouldn't say touched because I touched the console. Of course, but I hadn't played a video game for like a period of like five days. Wow, withdrawals. Yeah. It was it was <laughs> tough, man. Wake up at at four a.m. every day. Oh man. Stay awake until like ten p.m. usually, and then do it all over again five times in a row. So. Sounds amazing. Oh man, it's it's the Did best. You sleep straight through like ten to four, or is there times where you're like uh, up and. I think most of the times I would sleep through just because I was getting so tired. Yeah. But it's like a common like finals week thing. Like I got to do it because it's true that that cram session life. You know, need what I'm those saying? that that money for when you become. Well, uh, I need those. I need those grades so I don't get kicked out of school. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the so the ones that I've played is is also few. Um, that Sunday I think, or actually maybe it was. Yeah, I think it was Sunday. Basically, since we last recorded, mm-hmm. um, I beat God of War. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Oh, man. So good. I know. Um, so, beat that. I'm still also playing some of the um, side mission things and stuff. So, like, I think last night I took on, like, a couple different Valkyries and stuff. Um, I've been, like, exploring um, the realm of Niflheim, which mm-hmm. is, like, the, the mist area yeah. and stuff where it's, like, it's got, like, a poison mist and you're... You're in there, and it kind of changes every time you're in there. I don't think I've done. That. I've been there yet. You, I think you gotta have. You have to um, find um, kind of like these uh, ciphers. Oh, okay. You have to find four ciphers per language, and when you find those, it unlocks the um, like the language itself, and then you can actually get the travel rune oh, to okay. that other place. So, so you'll, only, you'll find it. I've only been to the place before where the lady gets pulled back in, where she takes okay. you to, and then mm-hmm. to the elf. Yeah, or is that the, the same place? Alfheim? Yeah. I think I think it's the same place. Yeah, okay. It might be yeah. the same place. Oh no, I think well I think she she was trying to leave um Midgard and yeah. then and then she got pulled back, back. and then you you went to Alfheim. Because I had to go to that that, that light and fight mm-hmm. off. That was that was cool. Oh yeah, good stuff. But so I've been playing that. Um I'm slowly getting towards the end of the side mission things, um, I just have to kind of, like, wrap up, find a bunch of, like, collectibles and stuff that I missed. Mm-hmm. Not a whole bunch, but I think I'm missing, like, two pairs of, um, or, like, full pair, not the full pairs, but, like, individual parts from, what are those called? The um, items you find all over the place, like the artifacts. Okay. The artifact collections. Yeah, like the boat heads or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I have, like, a couple of those to finish up. Um, I think I've got, like, five or six ravens to find. And then, oh, but those oh, are the Odin's, Odin's right there. You go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, almost almost done with that. Um, been playing Smash also. Yep. Um, so the first thing I did after finals were done um, that night when I got back on Friday, spent time with with my wife, um, ate dinner and stuff, watched a couple shows and things. Still so weird to me when you say that. I don't know why. <laughs> it's because you've known us before we were husband. Yeah. And wife. But um, yeah, spent time with her. Um, watched some like shows and stuff, ate dinner and things, and then um, when she was going to study, started playing Smash, and blazed through and unlocked all the characters. Nice. So I'm done now. Nice. And I'm just like, oh man, 
took such a long time. I can imagine. But, yeah, but I got it. I think I I think I I had twenty six when I started, and then knocked out the other like forty something. Nice that night, and I was just like, yes, I'm done now. It's dedication right there. <laughs> oh. it took a while. Did not as long as I was expecting, because um, I, I I did read that the um, unlocking process is based on time played. Mm, so it's okay. like roughly every ten minutes that you play, oh. another challenger will appear. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, unless you do what I did and. If you unlock, so you, you fight a challenger, right? Whether you win or lose, it's it's whatever. Um, you After you unlock him, um, you quit out from the game and load the game back up. And then when you do that, the um, you play a match, even if it's like one stock, play that real quick, another challenger will appear. Oh. And it keeps doing that. As long as you quit out, go back in, quit out, go back in. I think I heard something about that. Yeah, so I so I, cool. I tried it out and I was like, ah, it's working, so I'm gonna might do it. as well. Yeah, yeah, I want all the characters. I'm tired of this waiting ten minutes and trying to get a character. <laughs> kind of so I just I did that for I think like maybe like two and a half, three hours or so. Dang. Yeah, so it's 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 kind of what they were talking about. It's a lot of menus and stuff, but yeah, not that bad. So that's cool. Yeah, fast fast way to do it. Um, other than that, the only thing else that I've been playing was actually a game I started last night, and it's by um. Uh, Mike Bithell. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the creator of Thomas Was Alone and, and volume. Uh, volume. Yeah. So um, he he had a game that came out on the Switch when the the kind of funny game showcase oh, happened. This, oh. So that, uh, what was that? Uh, Quarantine Circular. Yeah. So I apparently there's a one called Subsurface Circular, which happened or it came out before the Quarantine Circular one. Okay. Not entirely related. It's just like these are like short game kind of things, but it's the same type of um, gameplay where it's like text based. And in this one, um, you're playing as a, a robot who is also a like a detective. And so basically, it's like you you're limited to staying on this train. So you can see the map and you see like where the stops are coming up and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can't leave the train. And the robots will come on the train and you talk to them and kind of like piece together this story as you make conversations with them and stuff. So I'm only on like chapter three, I think so far. I think chapter three just started. Okay. The, sh- the chapters in themselves are pretty short and you have like, I, th- I think you have a limited amount of time to talk to them because the, the train is moving and every so often the train station will change to like whatever. It'll like show like the next station coming up is blah kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think if you don't, if you don't make conversation quickly enough, I don't think you get to like finish the conversation you're at. So you oh, miss information. so i think it's 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 i want to say it seems like it's got that sense of like semi-urgency and stuff so it's pretty cool so far i like it so far interesting but yeah so that one came out when it came uh march 1st of this year oh wow yeah so not not too long ago and then and then subspace or sorry um quarantine circular just came out like last weekend basically so yeah Mike Biffle just putting out these games. I know, man. Just putting out these Biffle shorts. That's pretty good. Biffle shorts. <laughs> I think that's what he calls them. On there. Really? It's, it's, it says awesome. like a Biffle short kind of thing. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I like that. Yeah. But the, um, and I think this one is on sale right now until the 26th. And I think originally they're both the same price, like the five ninety nine for for each game. Okay. And I think when it's on sale, it's like $4 and something right now. It's not bad So at all. yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Good, good sale stuff. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I've been playing. All right, very yeah, very sh- not short week, but yeah, smaller week on games for us. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of things going on, so not not a whole lot of time to do a bunch of things mm-hmm. like that. But do you know what time it is, Michael? What time is it? It's time 
for the Bropinion Report. Oh my gosh. First thing that came to mind. There you go. <laughs> now you're going to have to remember that forever. I'm you know? totally oh going to forget. <laughs> maybe maybe you just do a different jingle every week and then I just throw in yeah. one piece of like sameness scene. I like that. Yeah. And I might it'll... one week just go jingle, jingle. Oh gosh. Jingle. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to see. Now, now <laughs> is the timing going to be appropriate for like Christmas kind of thing? Or is it just going to be like you know, sometime in the middle of the year? Just sometime in the summertime. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> just a jingle, jingle. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we have the largest Bropinion report ever. Oh, man. A total of 10 items. Holy crap. So you had two and I had eight. Jesus. <laughs> so strap in, boys and girls. We're going on a ride. First one, right? And this is this is the main like thing that I had and stuff. A bunch of them are smaller topics, so right. not to scare you and stuff. <laughs> too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> too late. But the first one um, has to do with a story on The Guardian by Ben Quinn. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about um, the a organization that just popped up in the UK called uh, Game Workers Unite. Okay. So it's, uh, I think it's officially the first um, game developers union that has like appeared and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because no, there, there's not really any like unionization in like developer circles. So um, it's kind of like the first response to the... Um, Stuff that was making the news about like Red Dead Redemption Two, okay, and like uh, basically Bad. game crunch, right? Trying yeah. to like avoid crunch and working like hundred hours a week kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So like that that Red Dead Redemption Two news kind of like brought it higher into the spotlight because it's a really large game that's reaching a lot of people, and this one is also showing crunch signs. Mm-hmm. So, um, without getting into really into the article, because it was talking about like this this organization hopes to fight. Um, actually, I have it up here hoping to fight um, things like unpaid overtime and then like also racism and sexism in the the sector of game developers because there's 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 been news of other um, developers kind of like going through changes and having to put out like release or press releases and stuff for th- mistakes that have been made and yep. things but um, with all these like changes going on they're trying to create a better working environment for developers in general but um, my question for you is and just the topic in general is um do you think that um game dev crunch culture can be beaten beaten yeah and i say and i say beaten only because it's a it's a cool like tagline for it. kind of <laughs> like video games you beat a video game you know like like but like can it can 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 you can we get rid of crunch culture essentially i think so yeah yeah if like if this union helps but i feel like if if they just like not have Take away release dates, I feel like. Mm. Don't announce the release of your game until you 100% know. And even then, give yourself like a couple months in case a bug pops up or something. Yeah, like extra leeway and stuff. I feel like if they don't rush themselves or put all this pressure on the devs in that group to finish this game in a certain amount of time, I feel like that will help take away a lot of the crunch time that these developers have to go through and stuff. Yeah. And just to give um, listeners like a background, if you're not familiar with um, what crunch is, it's basically like the um, small period of time that like leading up to release where infamously like um, developers work 
like huge amounts of overtime and stuff and their overtime is not paid because of the the structure of the companies and stuff generally but um it's it's kind of uh been like a really long-standing not not the greatest type of like tradition and stuff that's been no. in the industry but it's it a tradition it's yeah not... i mean for i think for them it's, it's yeah. a tradition kind they of know thing it's, it's like they the know bad it's tradition mm-hmm. yeah like yeah because not all traditions are are good mm-hmm. they're just kind of subjective but um crunch culture has been around a really long time and just basically everyone since they the i think the idea for it has always been like if you enjoy what you do then this this crunch isn't as bad as it seems and stuff and yeah. i think that's kind of the mentality that keeps it around but um then you get a lot of people who say like developers themselves saying that like you know after after experiencing crunch like one or two times you're like super over it yeah. kind of thing so it's it's not like something that people continue to just be like i'm gonna do I'm this every time this. i'm ready for it kind of thing but yeah. but then there are others who are very hardcore about it and stuff and they're they know that it has to be done so they'll, they'll do it even though they don't like it kind mm-hmm. of thing but yeah so you you kind of went exactly where i was kind of thinking is um or a similar line so like uh, in terms of release dates and stuff like my i know they they have to release dates for like investor purposes and stuff yeah shareholders and all that yeah yeah they have to prove that they're gonna be successful at some point kind of thing um to make shareholders i guess like continue to, to support them invest and stuff yeah but um i think my my idea would be um now obviously there's a whole bunch of game developers like hundreds probably even like thousands at this point and stuff but um my thought would be that you might need to um release games not as close to one another yeah spread it out a little bit yeah so like i know that doesn't always um it's it's maybe maybe for that case it's more just for um games that are in like a series like Assassin's um, like, Creed. Yeah, like Assassin's Creed or like um, the Uncharted series and stuff. I'm sure all these big ones have experienced crunch at one time or another. They're but releasing these games like yearly. Yeah, and that's 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 one of the really hard like stressors for for causing crunch to happen is like they know that they have this timeline and they're expected to release mm-hmm. every year, every two years, kind of thing and stuff. So it's hard to break from that mold. But I think if there's already like my idea or my my line of thinking is there's so many games already that are out in the wild. Yeah, we can we can afford to like reduce the number a bit. Yeah, if it helps to like curb some of this like crunch. Exactly. You know, like if your game doesn't release like super fast, you'll have those people that are upset about it. But I feel like that's the vocal minority. Yeah. Like in a lot of cases for a lot of things, the people that are like, oh, bring this game out. But that's like not the majority people understand mm-hmm. i feel like most people should understand like the work environment like when it's crunch times like you shouldn't put people through that yeah yeah and like the the tough thing is like maybe if you if you cut down on all that maybe things don't come out at all sometimes like maybe no. maybe investors lose interest and they just decide to put their money elsewhere for maybe for companies that aren't um unionizing yeah and i know this is like the very early days of this kind of stuff anyways but if it starts to become more common for companies to kind of unionize and everything then maybe investors stop investing in projects that are unionized and they start going to ones that will kind of like avoid it yeah like i think one of the um one of the sides of like the not not for um crunch but like the arguments that like happens on one side of it um from andy cortez from kind of funny he he talked about that like when he was in the industry um just starting out and stuff like the the people 
at the top know that like you're gonna you're gonna be able to pull in people to work on this stuff because it's what they want to do and they they love this kind of stuff mm-hmm. but also if you're like fresh out of school and you're looking for a job you're willing to take whatever whatever job like comes your way and stuff even if the if the pay is not like amazing or something or you have to like endure like a long like crunch periods and stuff yep. you'll do it because you need to start somewhere take advantage of your situation and stuff yeah and hopefully it's i'm, I'm sure it's not always like taking advantage but but it, it happens yeah so it's 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 like anyone in like any job if you go out there and try to like uh try to start working somewhere you have to have experience somewhere to start so yep. you need to like build that up and maybe that means you take a gig that kind of sucks compared to like other places but you have to like work for your seniority and stuff you know yep Uh, it's like semi-depressing thing a little bit a little bit what a way to start off the news oh man starting (laughs) it starting it with a big old bang (laughs) but yeah i mean the it's 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 strange to think about the fact that um I guess these things that have been around so long are like changing and stuff strange in a good way, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm kind of like interested to, to see, see where it goes. Yeah. Eventually where this like leads and stuff like maybe, maybe cause this is the first one that's in the UK. So maybe we'll eventually see one over in the U S and right. stuff. And it could like, cause I know in sports there's the players union and then the NFL owners and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they always, not even just for the NFL, but any kind of professional sport, they're always like clashing. Yeah. And there'll be times where like they can't come to an agreement. So they'll do a, a, uh, what's the thing when uh, employees don't work? Like a strike? Yeah, strike. Oh, yeah. And then there's been numerous times, I don't know if in the NBA, I'm pretty sure that MLB and NFL has happened, and mm. NHL hockey, mm-hmm. where they don't play that season. The like whole the, season? Yeah, the players sit out. Wow. So they'll have to either call in replacements, or they won't even have a season. Oh, wow. Because they I've can't never heard to, of them not having a season. Yeah, because they can't come to agreement with the players and the owners. They want money. They're not giving them enough money kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Sorry, you're talking about, like, specific teams kind of thing? No, or, like, like, the whole... All the players. All the everywhere. players, yeah. Wow, dang. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Man. They even have it for, like, uh, writers. Like, there's been, like, writers' oh, yeah, strikes yeah, writer's in strikes. Hollywood and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I don't know if it's still going on, but, like, the, the voice actor strikes and stuff when they were happening. Exactly. I, I feel like... I thought that they maybe they have, to have come to an agreement by now and stuff, but it's it's been a long time, so I forget exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. And that's that's one of the things too is like um, I know the like crunch kind of gets talked about a lot in the video game industry, but I feel like that's really common for a lot of jobs mm-hmm. where it's just like you have to meet deadlines. Like like a classic one is like teachers and stuff. Like yeah. teacher, like my dad's a teacher, so I've I've seen like him. And other teachers just like taking their work home and working overtime. Overtime that's definitely not being paid, mm, kind of, of thing, because their salary and whatnot. But there, I feel like there's not really a good way to avoid this kind of stuff because they're like like the opponent side for it. Like there's always a need to like finish products, and you have to do it within a certain amount of time and stuff. So it's just like like if if teachers didn't get all their like grades finished and stuff. What are they going to do? Just be like, well, you guys will get them <laughs> next year when you're in the next grade. We'll see if you graduate. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just assume you guys all graduate. And if you don't, we'll give you a call. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> that would suck. That would suck <laughs> real bad. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a common problem in a lot of places, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and then Hard that, yeah. And then that goes along the way too, where it's, if you do enjoy what you do, like you're, you're in the beginning, you're not as like opposed to working overtime and stuff yep like refresh yeah yeah like i 
I wouldn't say that like I crunch on this podcast and stuff, but like, like I, I put in a lot of extra work on the side just for note taking and kind of setting up show notes and like the flow of everything. Right. Just to kind of make sure that there's an organized, I guess, flow to the entire podcast. Mm-hmm. But that takes a lot of time out of time that I could be used to like actually like play games or like be studying, which is probably way more important. Yeah, no, no. Who needs who needs a degree? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I need a degree. That's true. You know, you know what I've noticed, though? Okay. Yeah. You use the word like a lot. <laughs> I, I do. I use <laughs> it. Filler word. I use it so often. Yeah. And then see, now that you said it, people, if they haven't picked up on it, they're going to pick on up, mm-hmm. up on it right away. But yeah, I know that that's my my keep account guilty, of all the pleasure filler word. Though yeah. all the times you say like, <laughs> no, it's I not. should actually. Do that. I think <laughs> uh, if I remember right, I think in maybe the last episode or two episodes ago or something, there was a section in there where I was excited because when I get excited, that's when the filler words start coming out. Yeah, and I swear the word like popped up in there, maybe like there it is again. <laughs> But that's that's like <laughs> a different thing. But it popped up maybe fifteen times or something in the span of fifteen to twenty seconds. Ooh! And I was saying to myself, "What the heck is even happening? It, How I come guess, I can't filter these filler words?" I guess it's better than saying "um." Yeah, it's true. It just it just makes you sound like a weird valley girl or something. I don't know. You are from California. That is true. Originally California, <laughs> then Hawaii. There you go. I don't really. I don't know. I don't really call california my like home yeah though? i have family there but right i was born in virginia and mm. but i lived in hawaii for longer i call hawaii home yeah who knows man who knows but there's a, a company that calls themselves a home probably i'm sure most companies probably call themselves homes right sure yeah yeah but um this one has been going through rough rough times rough times okay um so riot games um, League the, of Legends. Yeah, makers of League of Legends and probably other things. Um, they're, they've been having a lawsuit for a, a, a long while now. And um, they finally come to a, I guess, a decision on what to, what to do for the um, accused um, person, Scott Gelb, who's the kind of like head person at Riot Games, mm-hmm. um, where in the, in the, Allegations he repeatedly touched subordinates' um, balls or butts or farted in their faces, according to um, Cecilia D'Anastasio at How old is he? Kotaku. I have no idea, man. God. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. Um, but uh, we've kind of talked about this a little bit before, mm-hmm. where they've had a... It's, it's a strange kind of like... Um, bro culture that's kind of been perpetrated and stuff at the company. Frat house. Yeah, like a, like a frat. And then... Um, the company itself only hat is like 20% female. So very, very small compared to the, the overwhelming majority of men there. Yeah. And, um, in like older stories, they, they talked about that females would sometimes put, um, kind of like, um, messages of encouragement on bathroom stalls to kind of like keep, keep each other's like spirits up and stuff. So it's very depressing to to hear about these things. But, um, his punishment um, in the, I guess, the things that they've released so far, um, as far as, like, the settlements in the, the lawsuit kind of stuff, is that he will be going on a two months unpaid leave, and or unpaid suspension, and then we'll be coming back to the company after that. Um, I think a, a different article framed it 
in more of a light as like he's not quitting the company and going somewhere else. So it's kind of more of like him owning up to his, his past mistakes and stuff. But the, I don't know, the kind of like egregious nature of like this case in general yeah it it feels weird so my my thoughts for you is like is is the punishment kind of fitting the crime in this this case here from what from what we've talked about from what we talked about and what we're getting Mm -hmm. not knowing all the facts don't want to jump into anything but no yeah no first thing two months of unpaid work i'm sure is nothing to him yeah. He probably has. He probably has a lot saved on the side. I being wouldn't the, doubt the it. Top person at the company. Exactly, yeah. and then two, um, at least in this article, Riot responded to Kotaku's original report mm-hmm. by saying, "We're just going to read the first line by saying it had a zero tolerance policy on discrimination, harassment, retaliation, bullying, and general toxicity," mm. which that doesn't make sense if you're only giving him two months unpaid suspension yeah. if you have a zero tolerance policy i feel like you'd set an example and just yeah fire just, him i mean the the like feel at the company if if this has kind of been going on for a really long time it has to be so like depressing yeah. and like toxic feeling and stuff that people are expecting like a large change and I, I don't see a way of doing a large change without letting go of the problem itself exactly and if he's coming back well who's to say he's not gonna continue yeah and i mean even even if he does like even if he does like change his ways and stuff the i feel like the kind of like air that's like kind of left there will probably feel like stale in Mm -hmm. a way especially for the women there yeah yeah like the people who are affected the most and stuff like they they they've passed women have been passed up for um like uh promotions and stuff in favor of like men counterparts or like their um their hiring standards have been higher which has also been like reported on but I don't. I don't know how you how you start a new um, culture within a company that has had like bad things going on for so long without like a fresh start. Yeah, exactly. Know? I I don't agree. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna go on. It's little little depressing news. This, this <laughs> little week. depressing Just news. A little bit. <laughs> Let's continue this depressing train. Oh man, yeah. Choo only, choo. Only... I would say only like two more things that are a little bit like on the. So we're gonna hit the, we're gonna hit the rock bottom. No, and no. then try to climb back up. <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't do that to you guys. But item three of the opinion report is um, dealing with Blizzard. So the the guys who make um, WoW and um, Overwatch things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Diablo. Diablo, and also Heroes of the Storm, which is what this is about. Um, they're apparently killing the Heroes of the Storm um, esports um, division. Okay. So it's it's being kind of related to um, the need to cut costs um, at the company, and this uh, this story was coming from Kotaku also, but this time from Jason Schreier. So the overall feel from the story itself, um, it was kind of more more um, looking at the side of the people affected, which in this case is the like esports players. Uh, which is weird to to think about in a, in a little ways if you if you played games back when there was no such thing as esports mm-hmm. but um <clears throat> it's i don't know it's it's i'm so used to hearing um talk of like company layoffs that i've never considered the idea that like closing down um these like 
esports conventions or not conventions um competitions could affect such a large like range of people right but i guess if you think about it like if there's no like um that did it again if there's no um <laughs> stage for these people to compete on then they likely start to lose um i guess just in general like sponsors mm-hmm. and obviously there's no prize money for the winning team at the end no so it's just a whole bunch of people and you can't stream these games if they're no longer kind of being supported at that level right because your your revenue would just kind of slowly decline i assume but um blizzard apparently um kind of announced this to everybody in a blog post oh man rather than i guess a big like press release kind of thing uh-huh so um my question for you is what what do you think is the most appropriate way to handle a situation like this first off let the people who are competing in these things know what's going on yeah because on this because polygon has an article of this too oh okay yeah and apparently the esports players didn't know yeah uh, yeah that's that's the that's the vibe i was getting from there's Jason's story too there's a tweet from pro hot s player i'm assuming that's one of the teams okay named johan lauber i'm sorry if i said your name wrong but in a tweet he said and i'm not gonna sugarcoat anything fuck you honestly working six hard months with a new fantastic teammates for this shit Radio silence for weeks. I sent multiple emails, and all I got back was that they were working on finalizing the details. Mm. Another guy um, from, didn't say his name, but he's from Simplicity's Heroes of the Storm team. He said, good thing I was a team owner and asked repeatedly for information, even signed on for a new apartment, and I was given zero information regarding my job in 2019. Jeez. So apparently they didn't tell anybody, yeah. and they just straight up canceled this thing. And wrote it through a blog post. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. You would think that um, a company that is putting out these games and wants the games to continue to make revenue, Mm -hmm. um, you would think that they would be in communication, like more communication with the people who are streaming these games and hyping them up and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, It's weird to think about... Because obviously you're going to talk to your people internally and stuff, but why why not talk to the community who is actually Doing going out there things, and spending yeah. money on these games? I, I don't understand. Yeah, because I mean you can you can tell your people internally as much as you want about this whole thing, mm-hmm. but in the end they're they're still working and they're still employed by the company which has other projects and stuff. Yeah. But the the people who are actually going to make this game successful are the ones being affected by this, and yeah. and they're just not told anything until the very last minute from the sounds of things only thing i can think it's not even i can think of it but it's just at blizzard maybe they just wanted to hide not hide it but like and keep sweep this it under, under the, rug. the yeah exactly so they're maybe like oh we got to cancel this and we didn't tell anybody so let's put it in like a blog post so mm. not many people see it yeah but they forgot about jason schreier yeah jason schreier <laughs> does amazing work all the time <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 ridiculous yeah uh, and i mean obviously there's no there's no good way to handle a crappy situation like this yeah but i feel at the way. very least you talk to the the players and the teams ahead of time because it's not it's not like these teams are suddenly i mean it can't be all the teams that are suddenly just popping up out of nowhere and like hey we're gonna compete in this or yeah. we didn't tell you guys but we're gonna be there but they have to know ahead of time who is more likely going to be competing and who is popular within the um, Tears of the Storm kind of like community. Mm-hmm. 
So they have to have some idea of who they could reach out to to let know ahead of time, like, hey, like prepare yourself for a different type of game yeah, because this one's going to be gone in like a couple months. And obviously, I don't think it's it's disappearing. It's just the esports division is mm-hmm. closing for that, or at least the very large competition that they hold. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. There, there has to be better. Yeah, there has to be better ways to execute it, and it's just it seems like it's not happening. Not happening. Which you would think um, for companies large like Blizzard and stuff would be. I feel like generally they're pretty good at like PR stuff. Mm-hmm. But not in this case. Yeah, I don't know. This one's just kind of fallen flat. I, I kind of want to know. I want to be in the room like that, fly on the wall. Yeah. On this decision, let's write this in a blog post. Yeah, it's like, hey guys, what do you think is the best way to let all these people know that blog be out of is a job? the hip new thing? Let's do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Only man. like ten years too late. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't know. But you know what I do know about is story number four on the Propinion Report. Oh. That the. NES and SNES classics are no longer in production. I saw this. Mm, yeah. So I grabbed this from um, Polygon. Um, the author was Allegra Frank, mm-hmm. which is a cool name. I, I like a, that. Yeah. Allegra, I think, is also the name of like a medicine thing. Oh, wow. That we deal with in optometry sometimes. Allegra is also the name of uh, Allegra Cole, who was in uh, Hitch. Oh. And your character, favorite movie. My favorite yeah. movie. Oh, it was the character. No. Yeah. Not, okay, the, gotcha. not the actress, but her, her one of... Her name in the movie was Allegra Cole. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I haven't seen Hitch. Oh, such a good movie. Yeah. I've seen like pieces of it, but Will Smith's it looks good. movie. Really? Wow. In my opinion. It's wow. Very controversial. Dang. <laughs> you heard that, Will Smith. Let us know what your finest movie is at brosandconsoles at gmail.com. <laughs> Will Smith emails us that'd be awesome. <laughs> but um so the the title of the story kind of speaks for itself. Nintendo is no longer gonna be um making any more copies of it so basically once it runs out of store shelves and stuff in the u.s it'll be done and for the foreseeable future they're not planning on doing any other classic consoles which makes me sad yeah no n64 classic is this just the u.s or is it like um i'm not sure if it's the entire world or not because if they're still making them in japan that makes japan even more awesome i mean yeah because they get everything Japan is pretty awesome. God. Let me let me see if I do this. Uh, whoop, let me see. I would assume it's probably worldwide because it's it's saying like retailers like Amazon still have it, and but once the stock is gone, it's gone. Okay. So yeah, I don't I don't think it's being made anywhere. Basically. Got it. So I get that they're kind of making this a um, collector's item kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I mean, on the other side, it's just like you're 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 getting money from it, so that's true. You can just keep making them. And like, I'm I'm curious because my one coworker, or not coworker now, but friend mm-hmm. Adam and yeah, Corianne, yeah. they I think they both have, or they have both um, the NES and SNES Classic. I think. Oh, nice. And I don't don't hold me to this, but I feel like I remember him saying he hasn't touched it, like hasn't played it. At he's all? taken no, he's taken it out of the box, but I don't think he's played it at all because he has the older consoles still. Oh, don't play those when okay. he can. But yeah. I'm curious if that's like the case for a lot of other people. Like they have it just to just as a as a to kind of sit on the shelf. Yeah, and like stuff a collector's item, nice. but not actually playing it and stuff. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, and a lot of people do like collector things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, my my wonder on this is. Um, uh, is Nintendo kind of done with these classic systems because they have like the online service kind of up and running now and mm-hmm. stuff? I don't know because obviously they're they're gonna keep updating that one on the Switch with yeah. all the 
old S or the NES games, but mm-hmm. I wonder if they have like in the works that they're going to do like a SNES classic thing or like a yeah. N64 thing because yeah, like adding those games to the library on yeah, the, the switch the switch stuff. Yeah. But it, it is kind of sad because I, I do want them to make a uh, N64 classic. Yeah. I would buy too. that. I never had that growing up, but it has so many awesome games on it. And yeah. I, I want to experience that now, but mm-hmm. that is a little sad that mm. they're not, making those anymore yeah yeah because i know like you you did talk about at one time like you wanted to get the old consoles mm-hmm. kind of thing and i was like oh yeah if they have these and yeah, you can just pick not, up a, yeah. a, an s and a snes and i'm just like ah. Eh. but i might have to get the old consoles now yeah but get them get them quick man because they're they're I, f- I think they were putting in there they're predicted to, to sell out soon probably like what well, now that the news is out yeah they're, they're not gonna be gonna... making any more people are probably gonna be buying them it's but true i have to check to see if they're still on amazon and stuff but that sucks well, yeah. Hopefully Sega does it and they do the Dreamcast classic. <laughs> I'm still hoping for that. Oh my gosh, your Dreamcast. <laughs> be amazing. Yeah, it would be pretty amazing. You know what else is amazing though, Michael? Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough, sir. That's um, amazing. But the um Super Smash Brothers Ultimate game is amazing. That is amazing. And the creator, Sakurai, mm-hmm. um, he talked with Actually, I'm not sure if he talked with Stephanie Fogel on Variety or if it was kind of just talking with people, and this is a story based off of that. But um, he, in an interview, kind of talked about um, the idea that he'd be fine with waiting for another 10 years before putting out another Smash game. And very, it's a, it's a pretty, like, simple article and stuff. In the article, they kind of mentioned, like, he's probably probably kidding mm-hmm. mostly kidding mostly kidding <laughs> which i i probably heavily side on the mostly kidding yeah part. like he's i i would i would assume he, he could probably do another 10 years yeah but um and he kind of um, expects to get a request for another one when the next nintendo console comes of out course. whenever that is but um my question for you is do you think 10 years is like a fine time period i honestly do yeah yeah like I never, never liked the idea of games coming out, like sequels to games coming out really quickly. Yeah, yeah. like and essentially Assassin's Creed's games that came out like almost every year mm-hmm. and stuff. I never, I've never liked that idea. I like, I like the idea of having that extended period because then I feel like you, you want that game even more. Like, oh man, this is, yeah. it's been so long since I played the first one. I want to play the second one, but I got to wait. Oh. Yeah, it builds up the hype for exactly, it. Exactly, like yeah. You haven't seen it for so long. Where are you at, Splinter Cell? That you just get <laughs> there super excited. There those eyes there. <laughs> no, no, it's excitement in my eyes. I'm just, oh, I want Splinter Cell. Um, but you just get so excited for yeah. the next one that mm-hmm. the it, it feels like you've been waiting forever. Exactly. And then, yeah. But and then, oh yeah, yeah. Like, if you release these games too quickly, say, like, the Assassin's Creed's, or even, like, the... I never understood the Smash Wii U. Oh, yeah, Like, you yeah. had Brawl. It was basically the same thing, I think, yeah, it was, as Brawl. It was, it was pretty similar to Brawl, and then it had a bunch of new characters yeah, and stuff, Yeah, right? but I feel like if you if you want, like, change and, like, to make things even better, you need that extended period of time to, like, think of ideas and, like, oh, let's get these rights to these characters, or let's add this thing, but, but yeah. Yeah, yeah and I mean... Cause when did the, wait when did the switch come out? Do you remember? I think it's two years old now. Was it two years old now? I think so. Okay. I want to say that sounds that sounds probably right because the PS4 and Xbox One was is like what four or five years old now I think. Yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah, and I think it was like half that time when the switch came out. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I mean, in in general, if the Switch is only like a couple years old now, and ten years down the road, it'd be like what twenty twenty six kind of thing. I'm sure we'd probably be on the next console by then. Yeah, but in a way, like I would, I would be more excited about that. Like maybe, maybe if they, if people are hungry for Smash, you and you come out with another console in like another, I don't know, four or five years or something for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Maybe you bring over Smash Ultimate as like a up, upgraded, like upresed port and stuff. Like Mario if, Kart. 8. Yeah, mm-hmm, like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, and then if you bring that over. And it's got everything in there because it has everything in there currently. Mm-hmm. Then you can satisfy people who buy a system and stuff. And then when the next one comes out, it's like deeper into the life cycle of the Nintendo Extreme or whatever the you want to call it. Extreme Switch. <laughs> <laughs> but like once you finally get to that point, you you understand the hardware hardware so well. Hardware. You understand the hardware so well that you can make an amazing looking smash game mm-hmm. with like even like crazier mechanics and things in there and stuff. It's true. Really kind of like dig into like what people want in the community and then kind of like incorporate everything slowly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if, if you're, if you're just putting out close to the, the launch ish of another Nintendo system, then it's like, eh. I'm expecting to see a similar looking smash with maybe more stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And there's already so much stuff in it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where you go from there. I don't either. Just as long as they don't pull a, uh, a Kingdom Hearts, oh, they mm-hmm. announce it with a trailer ten years before it's actually released. <laughs> <laughs> man, did it really was? I don't, I don't think it was ten years. Okay, I think, I like, I think man, it was like a long five time. or six years. Hmm. It was a long time. Yeah, ago. yeah. I don't know, man. But we're gonna keep on. Just there's there's a whole bunch of Smash stories. There's a here. lot of Smash stories. Yeah. So the next one, kind of also like a fun like story that i saw and i was just like is this is this big enough to be talked about maybe not but i just kind of wanted to throw it in there because it, it sounded funny to me okay so um apparently on let me see on variety um Brittany vincent wrote about a um call that was made to the police of uh noise complaints right noise complaints okay yeah, so so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna paint a story oh, here we go so We'll be here yeah, for hours. so the so the police are sitting in their cars, right? Yes. And they get a eat call from dispatch. Donuts. Well, no, no, let's not let's not paint <laughs> cops as donut eaters. They probably eat them, but I eat donuts too. It's true. But so they they're sitting in their cars, right? So it's a quiet night. It's, mm. They're kind of just looking out. Maybe they got coffee to keep themselves awake. Right. And they they get a call on on the radio from dispatch, and dispatch he's like four four nine. <laughs> Code. <laughs> i don't know the codes for i like stuff. how your voice has gotten deeper <laughs> like 449er we got a Niner. we got a 10-4 about uh noise in the district of blah 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 because i don't know the name of the place <laughs> but they're like roger roger we're we'll oh, gonna check it say roger roger <laughs> <laughs> what do cops say is 10-4 a trucker thing or I is it a cop no thing? idea who knows who knows man <laughs> but so they they head out right don't got to turn on the, on the sirens because it's quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a noise complaint. It sounds domestic. Probably not even that bad. Right. So they get over to no, the it's domestic. So it's gotta be. Oh wait, no, yeah, domestic's the wrong thing. <laughs> I'm about to say. It's a house call. <laughs> okay. Noise complaint, right? They're they're expecting some some riled up kids. Yeah. So they so they get up to this place, right? And when they get there, they're like, "Hey, doesn't the noise? I don't really hear much noise going on." And they go up to the door because they gotta check just in case. And when they do that. 
they are greeted by some fellows playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And apparently, as the story goes, is the police um, told them that they had received noise complaints. And the guys were like, oh, man, we're, we're sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll play it with the volume on, like, mute or, like, reduced and stuff. Yeah. And then the cops were invited in to play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's awesome. And the cops accepted. <laughs> of course you accept. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to read you the quote here. The quote, which is great, is, quote, I'm like, y'all want to play Smash? <laughs> End quote. <laughs> And then two of them literally raised their hands and walked up. And they're like, how do you jump? How do you jump? <laughs> but of course, they were just playing around because they, they, they wanted to play as Pikachu. And yeah. they jumped in and played the game with them. That's awesome. It sounded great. I was like, man, if we got we a call. We need more cops like that. Yeah, we do, man. We need, we need great stories like this. Oh, man. But small question for that. There's a question. There's a question. I, I had to think of a question because yeah. I'm like, there's got to be something to talk about. But if you're in this situation, right? Because I think the obvious answer to the ge- the general question of would you ask a cop to play Smash with you if you got a noise complaint kind of thing is pretty obviously yes because yes, it sounds fun. Of course. But my question, twist on that: Do you let the cop win? No. No. Wow. No. You're just gonna you're just gonna you, burn him to the ground. Can you imagine? And smash? <laughs> like, if it's a very like not a mean cop, but a cop who like likes to arrest people, you beat him in Smash. Like, sir. We're wrestling for the noise complaint. And you're like, why? Like, you beat me in Smash. But no one's going to know that. And then you have a story to tell. I got arrested because I beat a cop at Smash. Gotcha. How awesome would that be to say? (laughs) (laughs) What are you in jail for? I beat a cop at Smash. I don't even care that I was arrested. (laughs) I beat him at Smash and I got arrested for it. It's so cool. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I think in my mind, I would would probably, I'd, I'd walk the line between like, making it look as close as possible right. without looking like I'm going easy kind of thing. <laughs> but also maybe the cop is great at smash right. and I'm just like, okay, well we just got to play regular now. Cause true. But if like the cop pulls out his gun and holds it to your head, whoa, now, then, whoa, you, now. then you should probably let him win. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a cop at that point. <laughs> <laughs> we know cops do great work, They do. but I think that would be, that'd be pretty fun. Getting, getting a, a call about a noise complaint and then going in and just playing Smash before you, like, head out and stuff after great. that. That'd be great. Love that. That'd, that'd be a great, like, cop story, too. That like, you'd be. just be like, oh, Make man. A movie out how of did that. that? How did that? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I was not like, well, you go back to the precinct and you're just like, oh, man, what, what was up with that noise complaint? It's like, oh, just some guys playing Nintendo. Yeah, we played, played Smash, though. It was pretty good. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy a Switch when I go home. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Good stuff, man. But number eight on the report, a uh, little bit more of a um, serious topic related to Smash. You know, we had a, a couple kind of jaunty ones. Mm-hmm. I like the word jaunty. That's a nice why. word. It's a good jaunty. word. Jaunty. But um, apparently, so there's been online issues with um, the game. Yep. Um, to to be clear, I haven't played online. I know you touched I've it a little like bit. I've played four matches. Okay, yeah. Maybe. So you've played four more than me. Yeah. But... 1-1. One, one. It's uh, exciting. There you go. But um, the... The thing I'm confused about is the fact that there are problems in the first place. Mm-hmm. So um, the so the story that I kind of pulled this from was um, also by Allegra Frank at, at Polygon. She's doing a lot of Smash stories. Yeah. But um, the the idea that this is such a huge game is kind of what kind of made me pull this story in general. And I'm kind of wondering what you think about um, this question in general. Is that... Um, do you think Nintendo is too far behind the other um, big league like 
PS4, X, or sorry, uh, PlayStation and, and Microsoft in terms of um, online infrastructure um, comparatively? Uh, probably. Because yeah. their, their store is not very great. Yeah. I mean, granted, their, their store is it's, semi it's not easy bad. to like, navigate. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's, it's weird that, I mean, obviously this is kind of first early days for their like online infrastructure and stuff right and you continue, continue. oh okay so um only that thing i was going to add to that is that um i think in the story as well they mentioned that um i think uh sakurai himself kind of said that the best way to kind of like avoid these issues would be to yeah, plug into an ethernet cable mm-hmm. which means you need to buy an adapter for the switch because there's no ethernet yeah. port so it's kind of like it's a it's a weird thing that you would kind of require people to not require, but mm. if you want no problems, quote unquote, to get a, um, a like a, a adapter for an Ethernet cable, which is an extra purchase on top of the game and the console itself. Yeah, but I just I just don't know how they could still be like this far behind. Like it, it can't it can't be like uncommon to make like online services mm-hmm. at this point and stuff. I don't know. See, the, my my thing, I, I kind of look at it differently. Like, I since it's early, they're early on mm-hmm. online stuff. I I don't understand why people expect it to be super good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure I can't remember now if like the PlayStation online stuff when they first started doing it, or the Xbox One was great to start off with and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember. But I feel like there's so much things in Smash that's. I know a lot of people played for the online multiplayer and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like there's so many other things that you can keep yourself occupied until they completely fix the issue that I don't see why it's that big of a deal. Yeah. And I, I, I guess maybe it's it's a bigger deal just because the the um, kind of like the way people play games is changing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we, we got Smash and I think have we even we've played only like a few matches together. Yeah. And stuff. I mean, obviously we were unlocking characters and then I had school, you have work and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we we haven't like actually sat down and Didn't played play like a, a long amount of like smash and stuff together mm-hmm. which, which will is, happen soon though. yeah it'll it'll happen but it was it's a it's a very like big departure from back in the day when we played even without all the characters unlocked we were playing smash at each other's like houses and yeah. stuff and just like hours and hours on end mm-hmm. with like you and me and then like our friends and stuff yeah but I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe the community is changing so much that they they rely on online capabilities now too, and so now maybe if their friends are far away that they play Smash with, they have to try and hook up with them in an online uh, what is that uh, room yeah. rather than a local play room like we did. That's true. So I get that. I'm sure Nintendo will hopefully fix the issue. Yeah, yeah, and I think there was also a story by um, Ben Kachera at Polygon that talked about they, they've already implemented some updates the updates like um what is that uh description list was very vague mm-hmm. and i think that was like the focus of his story is people were kind of confused as to why they're putting out these like weird updates that like they're not really giving a lot of descriptions they're just like oh like a lot of like uh, key features have changed for these players or these um characters and it just lists like i don't know like 10 12 15 names on there mm-hmm. of like the characters you can play as but doesn't ex- describe how they've changed the the way that they play oh, that's weird or like what if they've like nerfed things or like made things better yeah fixed little like bug things and stuff and then um, I think they talked about that they did make some changes to um, online um, connect connectivity. I think, but didn't 
didn't sound very like all encompassing in terms of like the things that they shared with people. Right. Which is which is also like a weird It is a weird thing. kind of thing. But Nintendo does weird things all the time. That's true. Nintendo's a lovable but frustrating strange, <laughs> frustrating company. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what to do with them. One thing I do know about though is eyewear stuff. And this next story has to do with Super Smash also. Okay, with eyewear. But have you seen, there's um, there's a, what do they call it? It's like a special event kind of thing, right? That deals with the spirits oh. mode. Have you seen that? Special event. Okay, so. Um, I don't think so. Uh, again, Allegra Frank, doing great work on Polygon. Mm-hmm. She um, posted a story about, there's apparently a, um, going on right now, there's a Super Smash Bros. Ultimate um, eyewear-based spirit event. That's interesting. And it caught my interest just because I'm like, eyewear? Yeah. I love eyes. This This is great. But um, looked into it, and apparently it's like basically any characters in the Nintendo universe within Smash and stuff that are in there that have like goggles or things they wear on their eyes, like glasses and stuff, you have a higher um, likelihood of getting those as spirits in the spirits mode in there. So and there's like special cool. there's special ones like really um, strong spirits apparently that pop up yeah, on the yeah like legends and stuff pop up on the spirit board mm-hmm. that you can try Which and is take down. Really fun. Yeah, I, I've played some <laughs> of it. and I'm like, oh man, this is tough. Oh, like okay. Side note, I I was playing against um, Fox on there, and he was one. Of, I think the legend spirit on there was for Fox McCloud. Oh, okay. But like the version from the N64 and stuff. Yeah. So I was fighting against this this regular Fox legend difficulty i was getting demolished oh my god they're hard i was like what the heck is happening here it's like they time their moves they know when to hit you they, uh. mm-hmm. but the thing too is the fact that there was they were so um much higher level in terms of spirit power is that my thing was maybe in like the 2000s or something while theirs was in like the 12,000s. yeah, yeah. and each time they hit me it would do like Boom. 20 or 30 yeah. damage like or percentage mm-hmm. and i was just man i can't even take more than like five hits before and then your your spirits um what is that level the, up. Uh, yeah so they're, they're leveling up as i'm losing which is nice but um the oh, what is that called the the bar the final smash bar oh yeah that's slowly building theirs builds up so oh, quickly yeah. yeah and fox's final smash as long as i'm next to him he'll hit yep. me with it and then i'm just and, dead and i'm yeah. just I can't even, couldn't even do it. I, I fought him several times in the 15 minute time limit that I had and I just lost every time. Mm-hmm. So I, I got, I'd start, I kept doing damage, but then he has boosts on like, he has higher attack yeah, plus higher defense. And I'm just like, man. You gotta, gotta get those uh, uh, spirits and stuff and then level them up. Yeah. I was just, I was just so sad. I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to get it, but mm-hmm. I got, I, I got some like from like the, I think the advanced and like ace levels mm-hmm. or something so like two or three stars yeah but couldn't 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 nail down the legend difficulty i got i got one legend oh, actually nice. i got multiple legends actually because nice, in nice. the world of light mode oh yeah they're yeah. easier to unlock and stuff mm. and then there's certain ones if you get like a an advanced one or ace one which everyone has a three stars yeah i think you ace, can yeah. there's sometimes when you level them up to 99 you can it says you can exceed level 99 like oh. they evolve into a legend form but they oh, start back they? at level one and oh. you have to level them up again so I got a Paper Mario Bowser, which was an ace, got Ooh, him to nice. level 99, evolved him up to a uh, legend, and then got him back up to 99. And he, I think mine's like at, at least that spirit's like at 13,000 something. Oh, uh, yep, yeah. So I can fight the harder ones. Which yeah. because, and then he has, a, he has a little bonus thing where he has curry to start off with. Oh, that's nice. So you have curry nice. to start, start the match and stuff, so that's really cool. 
Yeah, I think I started... I, I, I found a couple spirits. I think one of them starts you with, like, a boomerang. Mm-hmm. And the other one started with, like, a, a one of those drill shot things. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, this is pretty clutch. Cause... There's a lot of cool things mm-hmm. about that. Man, I think, I think one of the matches I fought was against uh, Donkey Kong. And I think... I didn't realize that one of his spirits that he had was actually starting him off with the hammer. Oh. And I was like, oh, this is bad news. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know until I started the match. And yep. then, luckily, I had the drill shot thing. Shot with it. Because... He started coming towards me, and I heard the hammer music, nope. and I'm like, what are you doing? And so I shot the drill, and it just brought him off yep. the stage. Or, like, far enough off so that he just – he can't jump, and so he just falls with the hammer mm-hmm. to the ground, and it's gone. But I was like, well, if I didn't have this extra help here – Yep, I would have died. Bad days, bad days. <laughs> but, Michael, you have some actual Smash news, too. I do. Yeah? Well, not really news, but just – Oh, yeah, talking stuff. Another talking thing. Uh, there's an article on Polygon mm-hmm. by Ben Kuchera. Yep, yep. Um, it's called, Why Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Feels So Laggy. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm not going to go super into the article and stuff, but basically um, people have like compared it, the attack or uh, the reaction time, pressing the buttons with the other Smash games and stuff, oh, and okay. then with this yeah. one, and apparently this one is slower oh, okay. and stuff. Yeah. But this brought me to like another thought and stuff. And I'll bring the example of Tim Geddes from uh, Kind of Funny mm-hmm. and stuff when I think it was the last Nintendo Direct with the Smash stuff. And it was like all the like the Grinch news or like, oh, man, uh, he's yeah. expected all these characters and they didn't get it. And he was super disappointed and like he was just <laughs> distraught and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that brings me up to the question like with games like Smash or even like Red Dead or something, games that are really big that have taken time to come out and stuff. And mm-hmm. The excitement for it is really good. And the, there's a lot in the game to do. There's it's a really good game. Yeah. But people still um, find things to nitpick and, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Do you think it's justifiable for fans to like react this way, even though games are giving us so much already? Like, where does this like, where does this almost entitlement come from like mm. why do we want more and more and more kind of thing yeah I don't, I've, I've never like fully understood the whole entitlements that people kind of feel for these things mm-hmm. um when when the the direct that you talked about that um tim was on and kind of like did reactions for when the direct was going on i think um like obviously he was super hyped up for the whole thing yes he was hoping for for the grinch to be correct and stuff. yeah but um i think when that was going on i didn't think it was going to happen i was just if it did happen i was going to be super excited mm-hmm. but um when they showed isaac as a trophy in there is i got upset because isaac from golden sun yeah. is like golden i love golden sun but when i saw that he's only a trophy in there I was saying to myself, why can't you guys put him as an actual character? He has such, like, cool movesets and things. Mm -hmm. He could be an actual, like, fighter in this game. But I wasn't going to, like, some kind of, like, blog thing and being like, oh, this this sucks. Why'd you do this? The Grinch can't be real and stuff. But I don't know when. I, I, I find it weird when people go on places and complain about these things if they're not problems. Mm-hmm. If they're problems with... um like with the the online stuff failing or people not getting put in um because when you go into like online matches you can choose your um customization with yeah like like the the type of game mode you want to play and then apparently people were 
choosing the stuff and not playing that stuff at mm-hmm. all. Like they'd, they'd go in wanting to play a 1v1, like a- no items, only this stage kind of thing, and they get put in a four-person, four all-items yeah. max kind of thing and it's mm-hmm. just like why why is these why are these systems not working yeah that's one thing where i'm like yeah you can go and complain about that because it can be fixed but if you're if you're complaining about not getting more things for a game that has like literally Massive. everything yeah. in it already from previous editions then i'm just i don't understand it either yeah i get very just confused and i'm like mm-hmm. you guys you guys are the ones who make it difficult for people who with actual complaints to be heard exactly you're just exactly. complaining about things non-stop <laughs> like expectations are already hard on the developers and stuff but mm-hmm. you can't expect them to please everybody like with the time and yeah. stuff they have yeah and i mean also too there's no way to know exactly which things are going to be um complained about later so exactly there's there's no way you're ever going to make everybody happy nope. so you just got to kind of ignore the 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 crows and listen to <laughs> the, the <crow. laughs> you know because crows cause yeah crows complain, right? that's a good one gotta, gotta just ignore those crows and just listen to the to the sweet baby birds you know yep sweet baby birds <laughs> sweet baby birds <laughs> uh, but yeah so know. that most of our topics are into uh, uh, super smash related oh yeah, yeah but my second one uh-huh. and we've talked about this before it has to do with um, video games being adapted to like things and stuff, mm. but I've been very sad recently. Oh, very yeah. sad. I don't know why I put myself in this position, <laughs> but the Sonic movie, uh-huh. live action hybrid, whatever yeah. you want to call it, released its first two posters actually. Oh, two posters. You've okay. seen the one. I've seen where one it has that's been changed. Yeah, with him. Yeah, basically take Nick his Scarpino's face, face, on, face on there. off that's what it is <laughs> okay gotcha but they released another one mm-hmm. and i'll turn this to you what the heck is that yeah so wait i'm confused it's is that his so what i'm seeing here is like on some kind of like it looks like the san francisco bridge or something yes or golden gate bridge mm-hmm. and i see sonic's legs and his red running shoes yes and but, his legs are super muscular for some reason. Yeah, and strangely hairy. Yeah. But I also see like his his blue Sonic trail. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is did he, he just like, did he come from there? It looks like he's going that direction. That was but. his trail. Like I guess it's like airplanes. Like you see like the trail you see from where oh, they took and okay, stuff. Okay. Like time stop. Yeah. Kind of things. But the thing I noticed mm. is I'm like, why does his feet look super weird? Like obviously they're muscular and they're hairy, which is weird. Yeah. But one, he doesn't have his uh, soap shoes. From the Soap Sonic shoes. games. So those are the his grinding shoes. Oh, are the okay. shoes he's always had. Gotcha. And he doesn't have his socks. They're just socks? No, they're just straight shoes and his blue feet. That's why oh, it looks right. super weird to me. That's right. I didn't even notice so, that. So this has made me very sad because this is <laughs> dropping my expectations for this Sonic movie, even though they were pretty low to begin with. Yeah. But then I thought there have been good adaptations yeah not live action ones but cartoons cartoon ones and an example of that is castlevania oh yeah so good amazing so good ridiculous if you if you are listening to this now and you're like i love video games but i also love castlevania oh my god go watch it it's so so good good. but that was a weird like sync up right there (laughs) we just did it was cool yeah yeah but but uh the creator of it or the guy who producer whatever yeah. addy shankar okay yeah cool name oh yeah um he came out with an, annou- an announcement that he's making a devil may cry animated series yeah. in the same universe oh as yeah the castlevania one I'm like oh that's really cool so that made me thinking why little thought for you mm-hmm. why do 
not even Hollywood or just any kind of like movie production or whatever. Yeah. Why do they always, why do they think these live actions or why do they continue to make these live action Mm -hmm. video game adaptations or even like anime adaptations when they've all been really received poorly when they have these live action ones that in most cases turn out amazing and people like, why do you think they continue to keep making these live action ones? Oh, wait, wait, so I'm going to back you up for just a second there. So you said that, so the, the video game live action ones yeah. usually receive poorly. Which... Or even the anime ones that they turn into oh, live action. Oh, just... so, you're, so you're saying the, the animated ones that are received well compared to the live action that are received poorly? Is that what it was? I will rephrase this gotcha. question. Okay, sorry, I just got confused. My, my bad. Why do you think the live action movies adapted from anime or manga or video games are continually made? even though they're mm. received poorly when they have the adaptations that are animated. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Are received really well. Why do they okay. continue to keep going to these live action ones? Mm. If you I, were to think yeah. about that. I, I almost kind of wonder if it's because they're trying, because I mean, part of me would um, immediately be saying maybe it's a, a way to try and bring in extra money and yeah. stuff. But, um, when I think about Sonic, I know there's a lot of people that love Sonic, but I feel like it's mm-hmm. also a semi-obscure um, video game character. Mm-hmm. Semi, not not to the levels of like Isaac from Golden Sun. So just yeah. bring that one up again. <laughs> but um, p- way less people know Sonic than Mario or something, right? Right. So in my mind, it's it can't be because people are calling out from the tops of buildings like we want a sonic movie so it's it's a weird thing to think about that but um my other thought would maybe be if um when people are trying to make these movies from video games and stuff um i'm sure the the people directing the movie um have like some kind of connection to the games themselves like maybe Mm -hmm. they love sonic or mario or whatever they want to make a movie for yeah the last airbender but uh, um, <laughs> the ptsd man. he's making fire without any uh, without any firebending God. oh one of my favorite <laughs> animated shows worst movie adaptation continue let's not yeah. go down that rabbit hole <laughs> but um when when they make live action movies i obviously you're you're doing more than just like voiceover work now mm-hmm. so i kind of wonder if it's maybe hollywood's attempt to bring um gamers into the the movie scene without um putting away people who just normally do acting right because acting is way different than voice recording Mm -hmm. for like um or like voice dubbing for animated films or just like animated things in general like video games it's a very different feel from all the things i've heard people talk about it so trying to express with only your voice compared to being able to express with facial Mm -hmm. features and kind of body language and stuff. It seems like it's a very like two separate kind of like, um, industries in terms of like acting in general. Right. So, I mean, maybe they keep trying to do live action films because they're trying to bring more work for, I guess like, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not ever expecting to see like Ben Affleck or something <laughs> playing Sonic or something like that. But um, maybe for like more upstart, um, newer faces to like the acting scene. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to keep 
keep some of it more acting related rather than going just full on into the animated direction. True, maybe. They always change the story though when it's like a live action. They like add yep. new things and then okay. Yeah. Just very. wanted your thoughts on that. Okay. Something <laughs> dangerous. Very very strange kind of things going on with movies all the time. God. Nobody knows. But Nathan, mm-hmm. just like Adi Shankar, who created a masterful series Castlevania Netflix. All right. Yeah. Where can I find somebody else in a segment that is so masterclassful and 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 bringing the news of new PlayStation games? Where can I find that? I mean, you'd find that right here, where I have the entire list of upcoming games on the PlayStation Network, as listed by Justin Massengale, brought to you by the Bros and Consoles co-hosts each and every weekend. Awesome! Wow! <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> that was a that was a that was a shot in the dark there. If that would have worked. <laughs> hey, man! I mean, you you get what you. What you do, you know? You get what you do. Weird (laughs) phrase. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) Oh man, this is a a mess. This is a this is a right mess, but it's good stuff. Um, So, because the um, Bro Opinion Report was quite lengthy this time, I'm not going to um, read everything on this list. Okay. Also, because I have a problem with the list this week. Oh no! So Justin Massengale. Justin Massengale, Massengale doing great work, but. I, n- I don't understand what's happening, Michael. Okay. So, I have seen over the past few weeks little little problems. Okay. Right? Little problems with, with the games being released. And I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail, but I'm going to name three offenders we've had. Oh. Okay. First one, Escape Game Aloha, That's... which was something that was read last week i believe i think in the week before and that i think too. The, yeah i think the week before so originally the game was going to release on december 4th okay and then was put back in the drop last week i forget the day that it was coming out then but i think it came out now that i think about it i don't know if i actually looked to see if it came out or not so maybe they'll do it again mm-hmm. maybe they'll offend me again but <laughs> um along with that so this week um two of the games in here the first one atari flashback classics for the ps vita now, you'll remember we had a little bit of a conversation about that, I think, last week as well. It was supposed to come out on the 14th, mm-hmm. which was two days ago. Now it's on the drop again, coming out on the 19th. Oh, that's weird. Very strange. So PS Vita's still getting the game. Maybe? Maybe. But <laughs> Question mark? it's back in the drop. So I'm just going to state this now. If you appear in the drop more than once, I will refuse to Repeat. read your description. Good. Okay. That's, that's just it. I'm putting my foot down. Good job. So that's the first one on the drop this week. Second one, Battle Princess Madeline, which also was supposed to release on December 4th. Huh. So probably probably appeared in the same week as Escape Game Aloha's first appearance. Yep. But it's now in the drop again, coming out on the 20th. All right. So I'm sorry, Madeline, but your game looks cool, but I'm not, re- I'm not reading your description. I can't. Lost well, your chance. Just can't do it. So... Here, now, and forevermore, you will not be read a second time <laughs> if you have already been on the drop once. <laughs> the law has been laid down. Yeah, that is the one and only rule of this section. No repeats. Okay? We need a, a judge's mallet. Oh, yeah, like a gavel. <laughs> Shoot, I don't have one of those things. A bum, bum. Or what's the... It sounds like the, the law and order. Yeah, it did sound like the law and order. <laughs> dun, dun. Okay, but um, after, after those ones, we have Beats Fever. Mm-hmm. So Beats Fever is a... It says PS4, but then it says in the description it's a VR rhythm game. Okay. So VR Great. probably. Um, 
says it's a VR rhythm game where players enjoy stylish music and catch incoming notes. Mm. With licensed tracks from renowned music agencies, easy and intuitive gameplay, high quality graphics, and immersive environments, this title is for players of all age groups. Music agencies? I guess so. Is that what they're called? I don't like, know. That's a weird, I don't know. weird description. I have no idea. The one after that is called Cook, Serve, Delicious 2. It has two different, like, exclamation point areas in there, yeah, which weird. is why I read it like that. <laughs> but it is apparently the highest selling and most intense restaurant sim ever made, I've and it's never back. never heard of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it says it's deceptively easy to learn, but incredibly difficult to master. Cook, Serve, Delicious 2 is your journey of being the best chef in the world with your small but humble restaurant. All right. So making that food, serving it, and it's delicious. That's what I got two. from there. You know, two. <laughs> two. Can't forget that. Then on the Vita, we have Dreamwalker. Just looks like a sleepy, like, gnome, gnome dude. I don't know. It says, arrange Dreamland's maze of clouds. Wait, what? Okay, Dreamland is the place. Oh, okay. You arrange Dreamland, Dreamland's like, maze of clouds. Is it? Oh, yeah, Kirby's Dreamland. I don't okay. know. They're just, they're just taking <laughs> things. Who knows? Um, to Shepherd Walker, peacefully to Sunrise. Why are all these things capitalized, too? Sunrise is capitalized. Dreamland is capitalized. It's important, apparently. His name, Walker, is capitalized. There's a lot of things in here. Um, while avoiding sleep robbing alarm clocks, which is capitalized. Early birds, which is capitalized. And nightmares, which is capitalized. And two words instead of just one word. No idea. <laughs> it says enjoy 50 unique levels, hours of play, two bonus games, and a rich soundtrack. All right. Yeah. Just, just hands off the, the shift key, Yeah. people, when, when typing these things in. Alarm clocks does not, to be, does not need to be capitalized. <laughs> it's important, apparently. And nightmares is one word, not two words. Um, then we have Gun Club VR. Okay. It sounds very straightforward. Yep. Take to the range with an arsenal of the world's most powerful weapons in Gun Club VR. Addictive gameplay and unsurpassed realism combined to make Gun Club VR the ultimate virtual weapon simulator. The only thing missing is the smell of the gunpowder. Okay. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want all the time. <laughs> you just lost me. You lost your customer. I wanted to smell that gunpowder. Yes. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> then, yeah, oh, yeah, I was like, that was a strong one, man. Um, after that, we have Hellfront colon Honeymoon oh. coming to PS4 on the 19th. Was that how your honeymoon was? Was it like Hell's Front? No. <laughs> it was great. Japan was awesome. But Just. Hellfront Honeymoon is an intense twin-stick action strategy game. That's interesting. Strategy game? Lost and me. I've never, I've never seen twin-stick and strategy game put together. No. Interesting. Um, to be enjoyed with friends over a six-pack of fruit juice. What is happening right now? Is that like code word for like <laughs> beer or something? I don't know. <laughs> um, one screen, one winner. Short, intense matches. Play solo or co-op missions or go all-out deathmatch. Man. That's fruit it. Fruit juice. I want that fruit juice. Yeah, now I'm curious about fruit juice. Where's, where's the Capri Sun at, Michael? Oh, we we had some. some. <laughs> After that, another Vita game. Man, so much Vita stuff. I'm excited. The Vita lives. Vita always lives, especially in my heart. And it's called London Detective Mysteria. Classic Vita title. Oh, he Let got me tell you London. that. And it looks like a classic visual novel yep. where you play as a female and there's a whole bunch of hot, sexy oh, anime males that you got to choose between. I love that stuff. I want them all. Man. So it says Her Majesty's birthday was to be... Wait, what? 
Gotcha. Her Majesty's birthday was to be the heiress of House Whitley's debut into high society, but an inquiring mind begs for more than parties as she stumbles into London's darkest corners and sharpens her instincts as a detective. She's a detective! See, now, this looks a lot like... Uh-huh. I'm assuming it's this like a Victorian era. It setting. looks like it, yeah. But it's her. I mean, it's her None Majesty. Of those you know? People actually look like Victorian era. <laughs> hey man, there's like, a guy my degree with... is in that. And... Nah, man, there's a guy with a top hat in here. Look at that. <laughs> so there's a guy with there's a guy with like one of those like um almost like a uh what are those things called like the Sherlock Holmes hat except there's no earmuff oh. parts. Oh man, there's a guy with like a feather historically tie thing. That's what it is. There's a guy with glasses in here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Scroll past this. I'm getting annoyed. All right. Next up, though, is uh, Nippon Marathon, okay. which actually looks like a pretty fun game. Um, coming out on the 17th. Is a dog in like a... It's, a, it's a person with a dog face, oh, and his man. scarf says Joe. He has dog legs, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got dog legs, too. It says, stretch your muscles and embark upon the ultimate marathon embark. of Japan in a crazy party racer. Hurdle barrels outrun Shiba Inu and dive out of the paths of bicycles, all while throwing fruit at your opponents and dashing across planks precariously balanced over waterfalls across Japan. That sounds amazing. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know why this is reminding me of this, Yeah, but there's this uh, clip from a K-drama. I love okay. K-dramas that I saw. Mm. Super, super cheesy. Yeah. This girl, or elementary school girl, was... Um, throwing fruit? No, no, no. She was walking down the street, mm-hmm. and then, or a crosswalk, and then a dude on a bicycle was coming down the road and nope. for some reason he couldn't stop oh, he was going at high speeds Classic. too on this bicycle mm-hmm. and there was a girl on the other side of the crosswalk was like oh no i need to save her and she started running towards the little girl but the guy on the bicycle had to be going like 10 miles an hour down this road oh, he was freaking out like oh i can't move he hits the girl she flies like oh, 200 feet and she dies. <laughs> what? Like, what the heck is this? Oh my gosh. That's man. like a turn I wasn't expecting. It's K drama right there for you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. You know what else I wasn't expecting, though? <laughs> One word by Paugi. There you go. My favorite Paugi is favorite back. Game full time. No, no, no. That was, that was, that was, what was that? Word search by Paugi. Oh. Yeah. So this is One Word by Paugi. All right. Which I'm, I'm excited about because it sounds like word search, but you only have to find the word once. Thank God. Yeah. Which means I can get those trophies way faster, probably. So <laughs> your addiction is real. <laughs> oh man, so good. It's a cross buy, so you get it on PS4 and Vita. Okay. I'm hoping that means you also get two trophy lists. I went down. I'm gonna have to check that afterwards. Um, oh no, 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 no! It says there's 600 puzzles. Oh man. Oh boy, it's not. It's not getting any faster. You have time to spare. Okay, so the word search puzzle with a difference. There's only one word to find. Complete each series of puzzles to reveal the words that complete a quote. There are more than 600 puzzles to complete and 120 popular, funny, and inspirational quotes. Wait, how do you get 600 puzzles from 120 quotes? I don't know. Like, what is this? Wait, 12 times 5 is 60. So, like, I can't do math. you use the same quote five times for five different puzzles? Maybe. That's crazy talk. Don't, don't try to get me to do that. It's too, too much. Uh, we'll have to see what the price is. If it's, like pretty cheap i might get it who knows <laughs> after <will>. that <laughs> is r type dimensions x on the ps4 on the 19th okay. i feel like i've seen this before Those but i don't think i've seen the ex version maybe um it says fight through all 14 beto infested stages of the r type and r type 2 arcade classics 
So choose between retro 2D graphics and audio or fully reimagined 3D graphics with revamped music tracks. Okay. Power up and strike down the evil Beto Empire. Beto. It's either Beto or Bido. It's B-Y-D-O. I like Beto better. Yeah. Beto, Beto. It's like the minions. Oh, God. <laughs> now you don't like Beto anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh, you're so welcome. Uh, after that, we have Raised, which is coming on the 19th, also to the PS4. Looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool so far. looks like polygony and trippy and stuff. It says, sprint through dynamic neon levels in the quickest time possible, employing skills such as super speed boosts, mega jumps, drifts, stomps, and strafes to bypass obstacles and uncover shortcuts to propel yourself up the online leaderboards. But there's a catch. Oh, no. It just doesn't say what the catch is. Of course not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. After that is Scintillatron 4096 for the PS4 and Vita cross-buy. It looks like a light show thing. It says, Scintillatron 4096 is a compelling high-score shooter. It fuses retro gameplay origins with modern pulsating visuals and a mood-setting electro soundtrack. As you battle for glory in the world rankings, combo building is everything. All right. Yeah. I don't know. If it looks like what it looks like here, just like light shows and stuff, that might be fun. Maybe. Uh, then we got VR Apocalypse. PSVR coming out 1219 as well. And that one is saying beat the clock and squash the alien scum in this frenetic vr shooter as a contractor for the next gen games in 2027 is your job to pilot a remote telepresence drone via your trusted vr headset fortunately work has picked up due to an alien invasion (laughs) alien scum just dropping that in there man (laughs) the fate of the world is in your hands classic vr game doesn't say classic VR game. Oh, okay. That would have been awesome if it said that. <laughs> it would, yeah. Very self-aware. And the last one this week on the PS4 drop is Warhammer colon Vermintide 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this has been on um, Xbox Game Pass for a while now. Right. I haven't played it yet, but I think we should probably try it because it looks like it's going to be pretty fun, pretty similar to like um, Left 4 Dead, yeah. except medieval swords you, and stuff. You asked me, or not asked me, but you said I should get Vermintide too. Yeah, do it. <laughs> we have Xbox Game Pass. We should just play it. That's true. I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> I know, me too. I think I'm actually going to have to cancel my um, gold subscription from oh, really? from um, Xbox Live because I'm just not you never use it, yeah. using it. That's yeah. a good point. So I think I'm going to do that because I think it it, ex- it finishes or it re- re-renews itself in on like the 28th this month or something. So I'm going to probably close it in the next like week or so right i'll keep the game pass yeah because that that that's more important but yeah in terms of like the other thing i don't think there's anything crazy never really buy anything on xbox or anything yeah i have some like money in my account on that thing but i haven't used it in so long right just yeah it's just kind of sitting there but vermintide 2 is also sitting there and that one (laughs) says it's the sequel to the critically renowned warhammer end times you you sound like you're gonna say acclaimed yeah i almost said critically acclaimed (laughs) i said the wrong thing again um in this epic four-player co-op game you fight together with your friends against the forces of chaos and skaven in the warhammer fantasy battle worlds all right yeah or battles world there you go and that is it for the playstation games this week wow but if i was if i was looking at my ps4 and i'm like man i have like I have like choice paralysis here. I don't know what I I don't know what I want to play on this. Let me let me go check out this Switch. Where could I actually go to find those sweet new games for the Switch stuff? You can go and listen to I was gonna say another word. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the weekly Nintendo Switch picks. There you go. That I have for you. What do you got for me, Michael? I got two. No three. Okay. One oh the third one's more like a uh, 
a um, what's the word? Honorary mention. Okay, gotcha. Honorable gotcha. mention. That's the word. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. First one is Firewatch. Oh yeah. That comes out. Um, why is there no release date? Oh, there it goes at the bottom. Comes out the seventeenth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, and it's going to be nineteen ninety nine, so twenty nice. bucks. Yeah. But this game is out on. Is it the Xbox Two or is it just PlayStation? I think it's probably out on the Xbox okay. also. Yeah. But both systems. But it's a. Um, I'll just read the description. I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. The year is nineteen eighty nine. You are a man named Henry who has retreated from your messy life to work as a fire lookout in the Wyoming wilderness. Perch high atop a mountain. It's your job to look for smoke and keep the wilderness safe. And you. I'll stop there. Mm-hmm. But you meet this girl, and you, yeah, it's a very Delilah. story, Delilah, mm-hmm. very story-based game. You go out and explore and stuff. But if you played like Gone Home or Tacoma, oh, yeah, that's a good. It's very much like those games. Yeah, very yeah. quick. A good good um, comparison. There. Yeah, very quick. Um, soundtrack's amazing. Visuals are great. Mm-hmm. Story's pretty good. Ending's a little controversial with people, yep. Yep, but <laughs> definitely <laughs> recommend getting it if you hadn't played it on the PS4 or Xbox. Yep, yeah, that's a good one. Um, and the second one is called Awe, A-W-E. Oh, okay. I and this one is only coming out on the 20th, mm-hmm. and it's only four ninety nine, so five bucks. It looks very, very simple and relaxing. I'll give you a description. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember this one now. Awe is a god game, is a god game about expressing yeah. one's creativity by shaping and building planets, ecosystems, in a tranquil, relaxing ambiance accompanied by... Esquite, es- oh exquisite, exquisite. God, I can't say words. <laughs> exquisite, okay. minimalist, low poly, three D art, and atmospheric music. Hmm. So it looks like you're basically almost like a world builder, but yeah, in like yeah. a globe esque kind of thing. Like interesting. Yeah, reminds me not in a sense, but kind of like how Minecraft gives you that relaxing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like calming that can, like, feel. Play at your own pace. Vibe. Exactly, and this this what that reminds me of. Nice, nice. And then for an honorable mention, and this is mostly directed to my sister if she's ever going to listen to this, uh-huh. a game called... What's up, Amanda? <laughs> Kingmaker Rise of the Throne. Oh, yeah. It yep, comes yep. out December 20th, uh-huh. 1499, and it is a point-and-click puzzle-searching adventure game. Yeah, it got puzzles. It's got, um, what's it called? I Spy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and this is right up my sister's alley if she's yeah. gonna play it but if you also like these games too it's coming out on the 20th so nice, nice. definitely recommend that too oh yeah not too bad yeah 15 15 bucks mm-hmm. it's not bad yeah because i think that came to a ps4 yeah. like I a week or two ago talking right? about it yeah. yeah i remember that name uh, i have a few to add as well so um well, the ones that i saw in there that were pretty cool so like um nod to um sundered eldritch edition on here Oh, okay, I remember you played that a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, coming out on the 21st, um, it's by Thunder uh, Lotus Games. That's a that's a really fun um, 2D, like, action hack and slash kind of game and stuff. A mm-hmm. um, lot of, what's it called, cool-looking art in there, and it seems like the story is pretty interesting. Right. I didn't get far enough in there to really, like, dig into it. Mm-hmm. I should probably actually go and play that now that I think about it. There you go. <laughs> might be what i take on today but um real real fun game very like fluid feeling combat's real nice kind of looks like uh dead cells in a sense yeah yeah it was like dead cells before dead cells mm-hmm. came out kind of thing but real cool game um another one in there that um is coming to the switch um donut county 
Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's coming on the 18th cool. by N. Best. Sorry, Ben Esposito. I mixed around the front letters. Um, but yeah, that's a real fun, relaxing kind of game filled with like crazy humor mm-hmm. and Puzzles raccoons and... and trash pandas and things. And <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> so good, so good. But the yeah, the, the dialogue was the was my favorite part in the game because it's not difficult at all. Yeah. You just it's like semi puzzle based. You try to like grab things with your like hole that you're controlling, mm-hmm. and then slowly have to pick up everything on the map so it's it's a it's a fun little like game where it's it's more so about like the story and interactions with people and stuff in there right that's and and then like reading if you're playing the game and you're not reading the descriptions of the things you're picking up you need to go and do that because it's one of the greatest (laughs) things in there right it's all from the perspective of the raccoon who's controlling the hole and so it's like his view of what these things are like a, a garbage can might be like the the what is that um greatest home ever kind of thing in like his description of the garbage can Mm -hmm. and then like if it's like trash on the ground he's just like why would people throw this away this is gold (laughs) (laughs) that's so cool yeah good stuff um the other two which are new to me that i haven't seen before um first one's coming out on the 20th Mm -hmm. by dya games it's called um viviette okay and from the description it's so it looks like it's a um uh kind of pixel art 8-bit kind of um game maybe 16-bit actually um but you it's semi-horror based Ooh. so there's something apparently lurking in the darkness and you're exploring this i think mansion from the looks of things but there's no you don't have a map so it's all memory based so as you explore places um there's maybe like lights in areas and stuff and i think you have a, a lantern or some kind of like lighting source for yourself you can be carrying that around to explore but I think it's like the longer you have the light on, the more likely that you'll attract the attention of the the horror waiting for you in the darkness kind of thing. Interesting. So it's like a mixture between like survival slash explore, exploration. Okay. And then also you have to just like remember everywhere you've gone because if you find something that opens a passage somewhere else, you have to know how to get back to that place. Mm-hmm. And it sounds it sounds pretty cool. Like it does. The, it's it's I think another thing in there that got my attention was the description mentioned something along the lines of um, there there is a good ending, but good endings are not the um, common ending ooh. in there. Which I'm like, ooh, they're like they're that. they're making this they're making this pretty difficult in this. I like this, but um, that one looks cool, and also um, one called Monospark looks Mono pretty Spark. cool. So that's coming out on the 22nd by Cubic Games, and it looks like. Enter the Gungeon Ooh. style, um, like rolling and attacking things and stuff. Um, so it's semi-roguelike, but um, I mean, uh, it's really hard to describe. The trailer makes it look awesome, but you're trying to um, make your way through these dungeons and stuff. And yeah, it's got Souls-like combat. So you have like certain number of like hits and stuff you can do before you get tired and are kind of like weakened and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, you also i believe you also like you go in and fight monsters and clear out rooms and stuff but i think you also eventually go back and um kind of manage a town from the looks of things oh it does look really cool yeah and so like the the longer you survive and the more resources you bring back to the town the better items and equipment they'll have available so it's kind of like your base building slash going out and bringing back resources to continue your adventure it looks okay. really cool. It does I, look I like really the cool. art style. It's very like dark and kind of like crazy looking. But that one's coming out and it's only ten bucks. 
Not bad. Yeah. So good, good stuff coming out this next week. Yeah. But that is all I have for the added switch picks there. Good picks. Yeah. Good amount of stuff in there. And I've got one more game coming from the NIC, Nathan's Indie Corner. There you go. So this one is called Genesis Alpha 1. Ooh, I already like it because Genesis. Yeah, Uh, that's exactly why I picked it. (laughs) So um, real real short description. If you guys want to check it out, there's there's some information available. I couldn't find a whole lot, which is interesting Mm -hmm. in itself just because it's it's still – it's coming out pretty soon, I think. So it's coming – from uh, a developer called Team 17. Team 17, okay. Yeah. Um, coming to PS4, Xbox One, and the Epic Game Store um, January 29th of next year. Okay. So it's like a month and a half away. Right. It's pretty soonish. Yeah, pretty soon. And the way they describe it is it's a mix of roguelike, shooter, base building, and survival. That's a lot. All in first person. That's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> the trailer looks super cool, though. So it's got the base building part, right? Kind of like, um, uh, what was that I just talked about? Monospark. Yeah. Right? It's got the base building part in there where you have to um, bring back resources and kind of like build up your colony. Mm-hmm. But it takes place in space, right? You are part of a, um, I think you're the captain of a spaceship, like one of four spaceships that left Earth because of... Um, you know, like end times kind of stuff. They were running out of resources because of corrupt companies and everything going going crazy back on Earth. So these four um, ships la- are launched by the remaining kind of like um, coalitioned governments. Mm-hmm. And you're the captain of one of them. And basically the, the kind of premise in the game is you are flying through space and kind of landing on planets and things to try and... I think it's. I think you're trying to reach an end goal area. Okay. But um, the kind of one of the taglines in the description was, as you go through um, different like worlds and planets and stuff, you'll meet aliens, and sometimes you'll be boarded by aliens, and you have to like clear out the. You have to clear out these um, situations in order to progress through the game. Right. Um, each time you do that, you run the risk of dying, obviously. And I think when you die, you're you take over a different crew member kind of oh, thing. Oh, that's cool. Or you have, I think, like clones of yourself. Oh. And as you defeat enemies, you can get materials from them that allow you to genetically modify the rest of your clones. That's cool. Super cool sounding. So you might pick up some kind of like extra modification that maybe makes you resistant to like more damage kind of thing or like gives you more health when you spawn. But you um the the thing they were kind of talking about in there is like how much of so like you're you're human you're totally human to start off with right the question they kind of posed was like will you still be human by the time you reach your goal oh that's interesting and i was like oh so you can try and play it very like i'm gonna stay human kind of thing the whole time or keep incorporating different alien parts and you're just this crazy mix by the time you get to the end right so it sounds like there's yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of like cool replayability in this game. Surprised I haven't heard anything about this at all. Yeah, me neither. I was just I was looking up stuff and I was like, wow, this sounds really cool. It's got a pretty cool trailer. I think they showed the person like um, going out and like mining resources and stuff mm-hmm. with other. It looked like other crew members. Okay. So I don't I don't know if maybe there's multiplayer in this or not, but um, then it showed some like combat scenes. I think one of the ones the guy was like customizing a, a gun weapon that he had, and then you also like threw out like a. Uh, 
what is that a uh, mini turret Ooh. that was like a lot of alien spider looking things coming in through like the airlocks and stuff and he throws out a turret and the turret starts shooting so that dealing damage over time oh. and then you go and like spray like a flamethrower at these things and stuff looks pretty fun looks pretty yeah looks pretty interesting Exciting. so if you guys are interested in that go check it out but wanted to wanted to bring that up because i think i think the 29th of january is also when resident evil 2 is coming out oh wow the the new the new yeah. one that they're bringing out so might might be drowned out a little bit by by, by big old re2 yeah you know? so i figured I'd, I'd give them a shout out freaking over here. leon yeah leon leon's great i love him <laughs> but that was that was that was a semi-fast segment. yeah but there's things that are faster there is like what michael like sonic okay and uh sonic super fast minute <laughs> what do you got for me this week michael so this, one, this one was pretty cool i thought mm-hmm. so i'll read it word for word so robotnik was almost the star of the game oh that's weird yeah okay initially sega thought oshima's best design one of the co-creators of sonic mm-hmm. was a caricature of teddy roosevelt wearing pajamas what <laughs> Sega wanted their new character to appeal to Americans, and what better way to do that than base him on one of America's most beloved pre- presidents? You know who Teddy Roosevelt is, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Third president, right? What? Third president? No. 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 no oh, wait, no. five? No, wow. Way wait, off. no. <laughs> way off. Sorry, I'm thinking of totally Teddy Roosevelt the wrong was things. the Panama Canal. Yeah, there we go. Night of the Museum, older. what um, Robin Williams played. Yeah, I'm trying to, hold on. Okay, no, yeah, yeah. You rode the horse and the glasses. Gotcha, way older. Way, like, oh, my history is rusty. 20s, present-wise. Like, I could tell you about eyeballs right now. I can't tell you about American history. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Eventually, god dang. Number three? <laughs> Number three? Number five. Eventually, Sega realized maybe kids from the 90s wouldn't be terribly interested in playing mm-hmm. a porty cartoon version of a president from the 1910s. Okay. So the notion of a game starring Robotnik was dropped. Sega still loved the character, though, so when it was time to create a memorable villain for Sonic, Sega knew who they were going to go with, and it ended up being Robotnik. Okay. okay. Which I'm so glad they didn't make him the main character. That Sonic interesting. is so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Just loves those chili dogs, man. He does. Gotta go yeah, fast. Going back to the presidents, I, so I realized I was talking about, what's it called? Um, shoot, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. And when you said the T... Number three. My, my name immediately went to number three and then when you were like oh it's one of the most beloved presidents i'm like everyone loves thomas jefferson uh-huh. <laughs> he's then, gotta be talking about that and then one. he said number five and i feel like That's, number five was, was james monroe yeah yeah because james madison was four james monroe was five i know some history i just don't some know very history. much i just don't know very much yeah he's the fifth james monroe yeah yeah God, you threw me off there like <laughs> it was the t name yeah like, like and then you're like oh america loved him i'm like oh it's gotta be one of the early ones he must have been number three. <laughs> All right, we're gonna act like that never <laughs> happened. <laughs> nah, man. Somebody, somebody, clip that out. I love it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that was Sonic Super Fast Minute. Nice yeah. little fun fact for you there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Gonna get you to love Sonic eventually. Oh man, let's 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 see. I'll, I'll probably I'll do more research about presidents before I do more research about That's Sonic. Fair. History's good too. <laughs> it is super good. But this has been episode six of the Bros and Consoles podcast. I don't think I said episode six in the beginning. Now Probably I not. Think about it. Mm. You said the date. I said the date. But I, I, yeah, I changed things up, and I was like, I, gotta, I should put the dates in there. But okay. I maybe forgot about the episode number. So if people watching or listening, I mean, yeah, they'll know. they'll figure it out. Yeah. But hopefully, yeah. we'll eventually <laughs> get this thing going together. 
But uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, feedback, burning things to add to Sonic Super Fast Minute, yes, please email in at brosandconsoles at gmail.com. And we will see you guys again next weekend. Peace. Peace out.